Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And you know it's my pleasure to bring you topics and you know subjects that can help you better your everyday life in your career. But today we're gonna talk about something a little bit different because now we're gonna talk about how we're bringing those companies to you, to the Dallas area. So today on the show, I'd like to welcome Ed Curtis, founder and CEO of Y Texas. Over more than 20 years as a Texas commercial banking executive, Ed witnessed an increasing number of clientele relocating their businesses into Texas. As a result, he exited the banking industry to form Y Texas. Y Texas is an elite Texas business network that connects, supports, and promotes companies that are relocating, expanding, and growing right here in the Lone Star State. The organization manages a statewide network of stakeholders who exchange information and foster long-term, mutually beneficial relationships that help culturally integrate companies that are entering into Texas. I am so excited to welcome you to the show today, Ed. Thank you for being here. Casey, it is great to be here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I always want to start the show with how we got connected. And so, and I think this will make sense to you because of how we got connected but I'm really big on trying to teach people that you've got to follow that spider web, right? The, those connections, because the person you meet today, they may not be who you think you need to meet, but they may introduce you to the person you think you need to meet, right? Mm-hmm. So how, I want to hear your version of how we got connected. So did we get connected through Bill? Um, actually, no. That's, okay, that's so a really good guess, but no. Okay. Well, remind me. We got connected at one of your events through Michelle Pearson. Okay, well, of course, Michelle, absolutely. Michelle, um, who used to be the chief yep. of staff for Success North Dallas that Bill Wallace founded. So it's totally logical you would want to say Bill. Right, and what's funny is I met Jeff Crilly through Bill when he, uh, he invited me onto one of his shows and then I had met Jeff and I've obviously gotten to know Jeff very well over the years as well. So yes, the web, it, of connectivity. I love it. I, I, I actually keep like a matrix of the people that I meet to show the different connection points. And it's, and what's really yeah. interesting is when you've got like a third degree connection out here and a third degree connection out here and those people introduce you and you've already met. Yes. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. It's a small world. It happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we are sitting in Jeff Curley's wonderful studios right, or I am right now. So we have recorded our podcast here at Real News PR since day one. Yep, and their new offices are beautiful. Oh, so amazing, it's so amazing. Yeah. I make excuses to come here early all the time because it's. I love being here. It's just such a welcoming environment. So, all right, so enough props. I just gave a free commercial to Real News PR. Um, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> but it is an amazing experience if you ever get a chance to come see the studios. But again, thank you for joining us today. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to start? Why Texas? 
Well, I moved to Texas in 1993, a long time ago. And um, I don't know, I think like most people that move here, they uh, immediately have a connection to the state. And they, I don't know, I just thought it was a very, very special place. It was very hard to explain to my family and my friends uh, back in the East Coast. I moved here from New York in 1993. And I spent my whole career in commercial banking. And after about 20 years of being here, I reflected back on all the people I've met, all the things I've learned when I got here. And I was very interested in economic development, which is essentially the business of uh, recruiting companies and uh, helping companies settle into the state of Texas. So um, that kind of inspired me to share with people what I've learned over the years, how to do business in Texas. It's definitely different than any other place. And uh, it helped me start the concept of why Texas about 10 years and I've been doing it ever since. Well, and that's amazing that you did that. And one of the comments that I typically get from people that relocate to Texas, they're like, we thought we were networking before, but networking is so different in Texas because of the culture and because we, you know, we want to help and we're so willing to help that, I don't know, I think it just creates a different experience. Was that kind of your experience when you moved here? No, are you, like I said, you can't, it, it's very hard to explain. And even you know, I mean, when I moved here, I was in my 20s and, um, you know, my life was different. And I, of course, I got a job and I was a bartender and you got to meet people. But even now, when I meet companies that are moving here that may be moving hundreds of people with them, the companies are experiencing it. You know, they're saying the local community is reaching out to me and my competitor is reaching out to me and welcoming to, me to the area. And it's um, so I think it's whether you're an individual or a big company that's moving to Texas, I think the culture is very, very similar. I, I think so too. So interesting. You were a bartender in your early days? Yes, I was a bartender in, in my 30s. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> See, we had a lot in common. I know. This <laughs> Look, is a little it was hard to fact. get out of bartending because I was making more money doing that than I was working for a bank. So. I, same. When yeah. I was in accounting, I was doing bartending and I was like, I was like, man, these cash tips are nice. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> that is so funny. So it is a good way to meet people for sure. It's a great way to meet people. And, you know, looking back, I had way more fun bartending than I ever did in my accounting job. And, and knowing what I know about me now, I see why, because I got to be around people, just like you said. And I wasn't, you know, in accounting, you're just in your spreadsheets and it just, I, I, don't, I don't know why I ever went into that career, but whatever. So, okay. So I want to talk about Texas as a whole, the landscape of Texas, because why are so many companies moving to Texas? And I think that one of the things I understand is that we're very pro-business. Is that correct? Well, extremely pro-business, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I think it all boils down to kind of what we were talking about before is opportunity. I think people that I talk to that are that have moved here, when I ask them why they moved, a lot of times, believe it or not, they say, you know, I don't know exactly why. I just knew there was something going on and I needed to get there and get around it because there's a lot of positive energy and there's a lot of opportunity, which for most people is a job. Or, uh, or a company, you know, or a career, or moving, you know, opening up an office, or moving your headquarters. And um, I mean, I I do business in all corners of the state, but I think the common theme, whether it's you know the, the southern border or 
Dallas-Fort Worth or the Panhandle is that there are there is a lot of opportunity for me to succeed, for my family, you know, to be happy, to live a, a comfortable life. And uh, there are many, many other reasons why. But at the end of the day, I think that's that's what's attracting people to the state. I think you're so right. So I had a funny conversation with one of my CEOs for a company that we work with that they had moved from the UK to Dallas, mm -hmm. Dallas, Texas. And it was so interesting because they were talking about the difference in what they could buy as far as houses. And he's like, we have rooms that are completely empty in our house because we're not used to having this much space. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah, things are bigger here. Um, we buy bigger <laughs> houses, we buy bigger trucks, and we have tendency not to maybe use all of it. And a lot of land too, for sure. A lot of land, for sure. Yeah. All right, so can you briefly describe the mission of Why Texas for a listener who may be learning about it for the first time? Yeah, what's interesting is that we, over the years, have kind of evolved into a dual mission. Um, you know, our, our mission from the very beginning was to be the most relevant and reliable resource for companies that were relocating or expanding into the state. And, and that, of course that we live that every single day. But what, what I realized over the years is that there, um, there our entire state is not only ex experiencing a lot of inbound migration, but we're not connected to ourselves. You know, Dallas and, I mean, Dallas and Fort Worth have a hard enough time connecting, but I mean, Dallas and Austin, Austin and Houston, we don't communicate as much. We, we have our own economies. We very often compete against each other. But as we you know get into this next um, industry revolution, if you want to call it that, Industry 4.0, the connectivity between our regions and between uh, different businesses in the state of Texas needs to be um, more solid. So our kind of our second mission is really to to be the connector for the entire state of Texas, whether you're new or you've been here forever, getting to know people um, outside of your home region is very, very important. And we've been focusing on that a lot. And I think that you're absolutely correct because I, I do think that sometimes, and just as a recruiter, I see this, you know, like, you know, we're wanting Houston talent. And so we're like battling with Houston or, you know, we're battling with Austin to get their talent to come to Dallas because that's primarily where we focus. But I, I think that there is um, a time for connectivity and for working together. And we're starting to see that shift just a little bit more, at least from the hiring perspective. So for example, I have companies that I work with that are now, because we've realized through the pandemic that we can work remotely, that will tap into that Houston talent, but not make a move to Dallas. Absolutely, and that's why the play on the word connectivity can mean a lot of different things. But when it comes to broadband or even the way we travel, whether it's autonomous vehicles or a high-speed rail or, or whatever it is um, that's the next form of mobility is, is really going to connect us more. And it's, really, it's, it's going to make where you live a lot less relevant. Oh, so do you have any info on that high-speed rail that's supposed to be coming? That you I don't um, no, but I think there are many other forms of transportation that are that are getting a little more attention now. So I, I'm not exactly sure where the high speed rail is. I don't think it's uh, it's as, in as good a spot as it was several years ago. But I think the key here is that uh, innovators like Elon Musk and many, many others that don't have, um, you know, the, the brand recognition that he does 
are coming up with better forms of mobility that are going to make it easier for us to get around. And Texas is going to lead in that. We just have too many people here with too many great ideas. And we have regulators that are very pro-business that are going to make it happen. And I think that's... So maybe whether it's flying taxis or high-speed rail, it's going to happen here. Well, and I think that's the key is that we have those pro-business legislators. They are absolutely wanting to take care of the small to the large business. And I think we've seen a record number of companies, in my opinion, relocate, like Fortune 500 companies relocate to Texas in the last few years. Yeah, and I mean, one of the latest announcements was uh, Fisher Investments, and they basically said that they were forced out of their state of Washington because the state was imposing uh, a wealth tax and uh, their, their wealth managers. So not only does it affect their, their company and all of their employees, but it affects their clients and their clients were moving um, out of the state as well. And if you look at companies like Schwab and Goldman Sachs and Chase and other other financial institutions, PNC Bank, they're all coming to Texas and we're really becoming a financial center as well. So um, and a lot of that has to do with um, the fact that we do not have a state income tax, which affects every human being, whether you're wealthy or not. Yep. And um, that's it. It obviously it it's the word spreads and people are coming here. And then, like I said, we've we've got the jobs. We've been leading the nation and job creation for for many, many years. And that's what's driving a lot of people here. And I think that's absolutely true. And I think a great tool that you guys have on your website is your reload tracker. And I actually um, did an appearance on Good Morning Texas about a month ago. And this what they asked me, you know, what is a tool that you can give to candidates that are looking for a job? And I'm like, go check out the reload tracker on Why Texas's website, because right. that way you can find out which companies are moving to town ahead of everybody else. Because a lot of people don't know this, and that's such a concise way to find out which companies are coming to Texas. So, I mean, I appreciate you guys maintaining that and putting that together, but why are, what, if you had to tell me three top reasons that so many businesses are relocating to Texas outside of no you know, income tax, what, what do you think's really drawing them here? And especially to DFW specifically. I think it really just depends on the industry. It's kind of a broad statement. It's hard to, you know, to compare two different businesses, but I think uh, jobs, uh, talent, access to talent mm. and uh, available workforce is definitely probably very, very high on their list. I think affordability and the, the ease of getting around quality of life, I think would probably be the, the top three. Um, I also think the networking piece of it and the fact that it's easier to do business here, it's easier to, I've talked to a lot of people that are in sales and they said, you know, I've closed more business being new to a state than I did in my home state because people were much more willing to give me a chance to do business with me. Yes, they wanted to know who I was and of course they wanted to trust me, but if I had a good idea and a good product and a good service, they didn't really care where I was from they actually wanted to help me a little bit more if I wasn't from here because they knew that I made the commitment to come here. So I think that's another very attractive thing. I mean, look, for even for me and for you, um, when I moved here and I, and I was a, a bartender or I was a student, people were just very nice. They, I mean, I had a, a much stronger accent back then. So the, the first question was, where are you from? But it's nice when people really care about who you are and where you're from. It makes it easier to do business. It makes it easier to be happy. 
and I think that's uh, I think that's a big piece of why people are coming here. They just want to be happy. So, at what point? I'm curious. Do you think somebody becomes a Texan after they're implanted into Texas? Well, I just celebrated my 30, 30th year, so I don't know if people consider me a Texan yet. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's got to be. Uh, 30 or 40 years now. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I, think I, true Texans <laughs> ever consider, because I'm an implant too, you know, and I've been, but I've no. been here longer than you. But I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I had my kids here in Texas. Surely that makes me a Texan now, right? I guess so. I don't know. My kids are first generation Texans. There you go. Which is good. So that so, makes you a Texan. I've got okay. that. Let's agree. We're Texans. I, I'm, I'm agreeing to it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much fun. Okay. So, what is why Texas first step when partnering with a company who's relocating to Texas? Well, I mean, the first thing I ask them is why, why did you move mm-hmm. or why are you considering moving? And believe me, you ask somebody that question, you'll get, you, you might get an answer that you did not expect. And sometimes they can't answer it. So, um, we have to really dig in and find out why, why they're moving. Um, because that obviously can, will help us guide them. And quite honestly, it helps them understand how they can be successful going forward. So even though they might not be able to immediately ask, answer the question why they're moving when we continue to, to, to grill them and, and ask them more questions, then, then they realize, oh, this is why I'm moving. Because it's, I, I, do, I make this comparison. If you buy something because it's cheaper, you're probably not going to, it's not going to be the reason why you keep it for a long period of time. So if you're moving here just to save money and that's the only reason you don't care about anything else, in the end, it might not work out because you didn't come here for the right reasons. So um, just really understanding why they're moving a lot of times is to get closer to a customer, to get closer to their, um, you know, their vendors or suppliers. And um, that helps us to help them build their plan. Uh, to, to grow their business after they get here. So when you understand why they're moving, I think that helps you kind of help them build a foundation to grow their company successfully in the state. And, and I think I've heard you refer to yourself or maybe Michelle has referred to um, you guys. Y'all are kind of like the concierge for those companies that are relocating. And And I know that you like to have like a lot of partners, like you might have you know, a relocation. I, I know y'all are facilitating all of it, but you might have a relocation company that's going to help those employees that are moving here with the company. You might have a recruiting agency that's going to help them staff up on those that, because obviously there's going to be attrition when the company moves, because not everybody's going to move with them. And so you need somebody that can help them rebuild that talent. So is that a correct description of you guys, concierge? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of a one-stop shop for anything that a company would need. And what, what makes our model unique is we really do, we don't really compete with anyone. I mean, we want to work with anybody in the state of Texas that is, provides a product or a service that's helping these new companies, and we make that connection for them. So whether you're a chamber of commerce or whether you're a trade association or a nonprofit or a vendor or a supplier or a recruiter or whoever you are, you're definitely someone that we want to know because these companies need help and they typically come to us for, you know, honest advice on, you know, where should they go to next? Well, and I think that's important, of course, 
But I want to look at this from a different angle for just a second. So let's look at it from the job seekers point of view. Okay. Cause that's mostly who we're talking to those job seekers that are looking for those companies that are moving into Texas. But what do you think, let's, let's talk about somebody that's thinking about moving to Texas as a job seeker. What do you think distinguishes Texas from the other States? Um, the fact that there are so many jobs here and there's such a wide range of um, industries, um, jobs in industries that are available here, here makes a huge difference. And, and that is very important for trailing spouses and kids that move here. Mm. So many, many times a company relocates the husband or the wife and you know the, the spouse or significant other has to move with them. And their first question is, great, I quit my job. Now I've got to find another job. Well, I can promise you, it doesn't really matter what you're, whether you're in nursing or civil service or construction or finance, it's gonna be easy to find a job in Texas. So I think that that's a, a, a factor that maybe people don't realize is that if you come here and you relocate here, or maybe you even lose the job that took you here, you'll be able to find another one because they're, they're plentiful. And, um, and, and like I said, there are many, many different industries where a lot of cities can't say that. Yeah, you know, that is so true. I tell people, at least in my space with the accounting and finance, um, you know, our candidates, when we engage with our top talent, we they have a shelf life of about 48 to 72 hours. And they're probably going to get multiple offers. That is the landscape of the market here. It's really yeah. incredible. Now, you kind of have another side to the business, the Y Texas model. And you recently did an excursion. I believe you've already done it. Didn't you already go down to SpaceX? We did, yeah. How was that? I mean, so tell me what that side of the Y Texas model looks like. Well, that's kind of, like I said, the other, the other part of our mission is to really connect people throughout the state and, and educate them on exactly what is happening within our state's borders. I mean, we are a, a leading force or will be a leading force in space technology, space research, space exploration. Obviously we have NASA, but the fact that SpaceX came to a little city called Brownsville <laughs> and has hired, I don't know, 15, 1800 people and has literally transformed that entire city um, is important to people in Dallas-Fort Worth because there are a lot of defense manufacturers and contractors here that sell into that industry that um, it will be a, a, a lot easier for them to do that as SpaceX and other companies emerge within the state. So. Again, it's from an outsider. I consider myself an outsider because I'm not born here. But when when I look at the entire state and I see what's here, um, it's just, it completely blows me away. I mean, we we literally have enough here. Um, and I don't mean this to be controversial. We could, we could be our own country because we have so many resources and so many industries and 30 million people here filling a lot of these jobs. Um, there's just a lot here that people need to understand and leverage. You so know, that's why we had the event there. And I think you're absolutely correct. We had um, Liz Brailsford from the uh, World Affairs Council speak to our Success North Dallas group. And I'm not going to get this right. I can't remember the exact number. But if you look at Texas economy and compared it to other countries, I believe we ranked like we, we were like fifth or sixth. We were in the top 10 of, for the GDP for a country, just Texas. Yep. So yep. I, $2 trillion. Yeah, that's pretty thriving. Yeah, it is. And if you look at Dallas, Austin, Houston, and San Antonio, we're, we're major, major, major markets in the United States. 
I think I heard a statistic from the Dallas Regional Chamber that said the DFW area has a larger population than over 35 states. Wow. So, I mean, if you if you really think of the population and the landmass that we have in Texas and the industries that we have, oil and gas, space technology, finance, it, it just dwarfs most states. So that's big. That's, yeah. a, that's a, a lot of scale. But when we think of Austin and Houston and San Antonio, we're like, oh, they're just they're just that city that's a few hours away. It's like, no, that is a major market. Yeah. <laughs> that's a three hour drive from here. And the people that move here see that. The people that are here, we just think of Austin as, oh, that's Austin's that technology town. And it's uh, it's like, no, that's, you need to be actively involved in the Austin economy if you're doing business in Dallas. And, and a lot of companies are not yet. Hopefully we can help them. Absolutely. So you've got a big event coming up on October 6th. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, on October 6th, we um, have access to the entire AT&T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys play. Every square inch of it, all the restaurants, all uh, the entire field and um, and the whole facility. So, yep, we just um, last year we signed a two year contract with the Cowboys and AT&T Stadium to use the field to showcase the state to people that maybe are interested in moving here or uh, for the most part, the people that are already doing business here. So um, we're having interactive discussions and uh, a lot of technology on the field for people across Texas to come and network, meet with other people and learn about how they can build business relationships with other Texans. And we're also inviting over 50 high schools and 500 students to come out and explore career opportunities to keep them in the state of Texas. Well, I know we're going to be there. I'm super excited about that. And I just, you know, I'm so grateful because not only are you my podcast guest today, but you're also a business partner with Success North Dallas and Y Texas. And we're just so excited to support all the efforts of what you're doing and just bringing those great companies here. So final question. Um, so Texas is experiencing a boom in the number of businesses moving here, as well as people looking for work, especially in DFW right now. We, we see that, right? The trend. What do you see? What do you envision for the next five years? A lot of infrastructure spending in the state to support the population and all of the industry moving here. So, I mean, if you look at all the major airports, they're all expanding. Mm -hmm. San Antonio, Dallas, Fort Worth, um, Austin, they're all expanding and they're actually building new airports. Um, I think you're going to see a lot happening at the border. Um, I know several years ago, they, um, they were actually expanding the width and dredging uh, deeper um, into our ports to uh, allow more products and services to come in because the coasts were not uh, being as aggressive with business expansion into the state. Um, I think our highway system, our intelligent infrastructure, what they call it, so uh, broadband and um, a lot of the autonomous driving uh, systems that are not, obviously not yet out there, but are being, are being tested in the state of Texas are all happening here. And then the energy transition, of course, and that's, you know, what, how, how quickly we embrace other forms of power and energy to support our grid and you know, other, other things that are happening in the state. So, I mean, we, a, a huge infra federal infrastructure bill just came out and I know our Texas legislature is um, sitting on a over $30 billion budget, which is great for the state. So I think there's gonna be a lot of investing 
in uh, making keeping Texas affordable, but also keeping it manageable so that uh, we can continue to take the influx of people uh, which are, are going to continue to come here at record pace. That is so incredible. But it's a great place to be. It is the place to be. It is. <laughs> I love it here. I'm not going I'm not anywhere. just saying that. I really, I really. <laughs> For sure. For, and you're in Austin, right? I'm in Austin, yes. Today. Right. And so I sit in Dallas. So, I mean, I think we've both got really great perspectives on different areas of Texas. So I, I think that's amazing. Okay. Well, we have just enough time, because I bet you thought you were going to get off the hook, for my VIP questions. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Not really, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you were chosen to be one of the first colonists on Mars, what three things or people would you take with you? All right. So um, I'd have to take my family, of course. Um, I would take Elon Musk. That's who I would take because he would have it all figured out. I wouldn't need to figure out water. I wouldn't need to figure out anything. He'd, he'd figure it out. He probably so set take up the Elon colony. Musk. Exactly. He's I'll just follow him. Okay. And then um, I'll take a Mars bar. How about that? <laughs> just to throw it in Mars's face. <laughs> That'll be my, yeah, I'll take a Mars bar. I love that. Well, that's our fun question. It, it, it's so interesting the way people come out trying to answer that because they're like, well, but does, is there going to be this? I'm like, you got the yeah. question. That's the question. This yeah. would be a great uh, question, uh, a great uh, interview question to see people's thinking right. skills. You know, one of those yeah. one-offs. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't think too much into it. So that, that's why I came up with my answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, I mean, there's no good or bad answers to that. There just are. So it's, but it's always interesting. So, but I'm really curious about this next one. So what is one yeah. thing you do each morning to set your day up for success? I try to, I try to boil things down, um, into, I love threes. I don't know my whole, everything I try to do in, in, in life is, is in threes. Interesting. So every, you know, and, and I'm not an overly ritualistic person. I don't, you know, do the same thing every morning. And you know, sometimes I get up earlier and later than others, but I try to at least get three things done in the day. Of course, my to-do list is longer than that, but I just try to stick to three things and I try to break them down into, um, we have a, a, a nonprofit organization. So I, I you know, we try to do something related to a non nonprofit. I try to do something related to an existing customer. And then I try to do something to uh, acquire a new, a new client. So I try to really boil things down into its simplest form mm -hmm. because uh, the, the day can get busy and um, sometimes you just kind of lose focus on things. So three things, three things. Okay. I like three that. things every Obviously, morning. My three things in the morning are I list three things that I'm grateful for. Yes. Start my day with gratitude. No, it's true. That's, that's the, the bane of everything. And I don't know why I decided on three things. Like if I don't have three things, I'm really it's a great number. Myself. Three is a great number. It, maybe it is. Maybe subconsciously you were channeling three to me all my life. I don't know. <laughs> Four is too much. <laughs> I agree. And if I have a fourth thing, I don't write it down. Isn't that weird? Really? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, it'll three just, things. It'll just keep going. Yeah. No, I only do three things. Sure. So, okay. My final question for you. Well, VIP question. If your life's work was being summarized in a news article, what would the headline be? This is a really tough one. I, I don't know. Um, 
I mean, is it, is it related to business or um, family? I, <laughs> huh? I am overthinking it. it. I mean, you know, my, my initial thought would be something like, um, you know, why Texas connects all 4 million businesses in the state of Texas. First time it's ever been done, something like that. That's perfect. But that's a little, yeah, I guess it's a little too shallow. It should probably be a little deeper than that, you know. You're, you, we solve world hunger phrase, or something. Have you ever heard the phrase, you're shitting all over yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I haven't, but I like that. <laughs> That's what you're doing. I should. I should. I should. I should. Quit shouldn't exactly. on yourself. I won't shouldn't on myself anymore. Plenty of people shouldn't on me. <laughs> Don't let them do it either. Don't let them do it no. either. How do people find you? How do they get in touch with you? Uh, the letter Y Texas.com is our website and uh, all of our contact information is on there and we're always open to uh, help anyone uh, with any questions they have about doing business in Texas. That's, that's what we do. That's so awesome. And thank you so much. I know your schedule is crammed. So I really appreciate you taking time to share this information with us today. And I just have one more thing to say to you. Yeah. You are a VIP. Thank you, Casey. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com.